Welcome to the Wake and Rake podcast. My mind, you just wake up and go rake. Featuring World Series champion Will Middlebrooks. High drive, deep left field for Middlebrooks. Back and that is gone. Third home run of the day for Will Middlebrooks. The trifecta has the Red Sox on top, nine to nothing. And MLB journalist Danny Vietti. Vietti here. He's a yeah, right-handed pitcher. He's six five. So you were right. It's thinking he's tall. He is pretty tall. From Cottonwood, California. Cottonwood, California. I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is either. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will. Party people! What's good, baby? 48 hours. You thought I was going to say 48 episodes. Brooksy, I know you did, but it's not. It's episode I flinched. But you know what? We're 48 hours away from opening day, Brooksy. And I'm freaking pumped, man. I feel like a kid on, a kid on Christmas morning. This is the Wake and Rake podcast powered by Swing Juice. Yes, new partnership courtesy of Will Middlebrooks and his salesmanship. <laughs> Swing Juice partnership. Swingjuice.com will be the official merchandise provider for the Wake and Rake podcast powered by Swing Juice. Yeah, baby. Again, see, so, yeah, I gotta make good. that powered by, powered by. Yeah, like so we're swing... gonna have shirts, hats. Yeah. Fill the people in. Yeah, Swing Juice is a company. They're based in Rhode Island. Um, it's a golf and baseball company. You can check them out on Instagram at Swing Juice. They have a really cool account there. See all the stuff they do. They're constantly coming out with new stuff. Uh, we're gonna collab and and make some really cool merch for you guys. Hats, shirts, t-shirts, polos, whatever, whatever you guys want. Let us know. And uh, we're going to put together some cool stuff, slap the, uh, the uh, Wake and Rake logo wherever we want on it, and uh, some cool quotes, some, some funny shirts. You guys tell us. We're going to start like sending us DMs and telling us what you want, and we're going to fire it up and make it. I think half of your wardrobe is yeah. Swing Juice apparel. They have good stuff. So if you guys have been seeing all the, the big leaguers, especially in Boston, where the baseball isn't boring shirts, that's Swing Juice. They made so if them. you want to look like the players, you wear a swing juice. <laughs> if you don't chew big red gum, fuck you. <laughs> predictions time. Because we are 48 hours away from opening day, we have our predictions. I know a lot of people have been looking forward and anticipating this. We have our division winner predictions. We have our World Series predictions. We are holding off on MVP and awards predictions for another episode. So that will we'll be coming out later. The next, in the next couple of days, though, I think. Yeah. I mean, we got 48 hours away from opening day, so we're going to be pumping out content left and right on the Wake and Rake podcast, powered by Swing Juice. You said it. Better boy. Let's start off with our headlines, Brooksy. Three of the top five MLB prospects will be on opening day rosters. This is great to see, especially after years of service time manipulation. The new CBA is working. Bobby Witt Jr., who I know you are very fond of with the Kansas City Royals, Julio Rodriguez with Seattle, and Torque. Spencer Torkelson with Detroit, he will be on the opening day roster as well. And then not to mention Adley Rushman, Riley Green. Those are they fill out the rest of that top five prospect list. Those two guys are expected to make their debuts later this season. They endured and sustained injuries during spring training. Yeah. Uh Bobby Witt, I you make fun of me from for being like fanboy of that, but he has the capability, the body type, the output to be one of the faces of baseball. I think we can agree on that. And I think he should have been in the big leagues last year, but Kansas city being Kansas city and not competitive, you know, did the whole service time manipulation game, which we get it. It's part of it happens. Not anymore. He's here. He's going to be, I I'm, I'm chalking him up for, would you say 25 homers? Do you think that's fair? 2020 guys rookie year? Absolutely. Yeah. He reminds me. I am not now. Hear me out. Don't, don't go crazy when I say this. So I played with Mike Trout in the folly. We've talked about this oh boy. in 2011. No, his body type, the way he moves, his swing, uh, the, the ability to be a five-tool player reminds me of Mike when he was 19. Just the way he moves, the way he acts. He's just like happy-go-lucky kid, just want to play ball, see ball, hit ball, like caveman almost mentality at the plate but can do everything, plays good defense. He flies on the base pass. He can hit the ball 500 feet, which we've seen. Um, he can hit for average. 
he just reminds me of a young Mike Trout. Now, a young Mike Trout wasn't the Mike Trout we're talking about the last few years, but the ability, I think, is there. I think the the core base, because he was a show kid. He grew up, his dad was a big leaguer. He grew up in the clubhouse. I think that plays. We see that in Toronto with Bichette, Vigio, Guerrero Jr., all those guys, like they have an, a mental advantage because they understand the big leagues. He has that plus all the phys- physical attributes, and I think he's just going to be really, really good. Stay healthy, please. Yeah, it's one of the aspects that needed to change with the CBA is that service manipulation because it's better for the game. We're now seeing the future of baseball on opening day when the most eyes are on baseball, not two weeks, three weeks after opening day right away. So don't sleep on Julio Rodriguez, my man up there for the my Puget Sound Moosin, Seattle Mariners. They're gonna be competitive. I'm not sleeping on them. I just I think well, I mean, let's not forget uh Sia Suzuki's a rookie, technically a rookie too. True. That's technically, yeah. I mean, Ben he's, Simmons I mean, he's 26 was a rookie and too, hit 38 taters and in, in, in the in Jap- Japan last year. So um, but he's technically a rookie as well in, in the big leagues, but true rookie. There, there's some studs. I, I like Torkelson too. He was been, he was really fun to watch this spring. Yeah, just pure pop. Jacob Degrom, Lance Go Lynn, ahead. Mike Clevenger, they are all going to start the season on the injured list for various injuries. Some of those surgeries, Lance Lynn going to undergo knee surgery. Tough. Uh, none of them are expected to miss the entire season, but Degrom, who dealt with injuries the entire second half of last season, after having unbelievable numbers the first half arguably the best first half to a season for a pitcher all time but he ended up missing the second half of last season and now he's enduring more injuries max scherzer another met starter was scratched from his last start in spring training with back tightness he is expected to be able to make his opening day start however so met's gonna met they're already metting here and spring training here as we approach opening day but some negative news here as opening day approaches with lynn clevenger and degrom all hitting the il Justin Upton, DFA from the Los Angeles Angels. I think this one caught everybody by surprise with the timing. I think everybody kind of knew, considering his numbers, that maybe his days were numbered out there in Orange County. But the timing of it all, two weeks after spring training started, after he had been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball in spring training with a few homers, driving in runs. I mean, he looked really, really good at the dish. Clearly, the power is still there. And now he's going to be DFA'd and likely released yeah so it's a small sample size i get it like the last couple years he's he's struggled he also hasn't played consistently this and that and uh i'm not making excuses for him he's a big leaguer he he should have played better it's as simple as that but um what just doesn't make sense is why would you dfa a guy you know no one is going to claim off waivers all right you're paying his salary you're going to pay his salary to play for someone else because after he clears, there's a five day window when a team can claim him and try to work a trade. He has a, he has a no trade clause. So I don't know how that's going to work. If he don't want to go somewhere, he can just say, no, it's part of his contract. Um, which it, no one's probably going to trade. for. Let's be honest. No one wants to, to pick that up. No one wants to give up prospects for someone who's hit 200 the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. He didn't hit 225 against lefties, which, so he's not a really a good platoon guy because he's not good defensively anymore. Um, he's got like a negative, massive negative defensive run saved in the outfield too. It's not good. He, he would fit a, a National League DH, but to get back in the logistics and the details of the contract here, after that five days, if none of this happens, he becomes a free agent. Any team can sign him for league minimum, so seven hundred thousand. All right. I, if I'm if I'm somebody that needs a right-handed bat, he, regardless of his stats, his ability to come off the bench or platoon here and there and give you some big at bats for league minimum, take the chance. There's gonna be a lot of people come trying to sign him. Boston Red Sox, I think, one looking for a right-handed bat. Uh, to platoon with with possibly Jackie Bradley with lefties on the mound, so something to think about. I, I don't know. It, it, because you know JF pretty well. I do. He, he, he was in your wedding. Have, what was that? He was in your wedding. Yeah. We where's talked. he going? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So this we're still in the five the five day window right. where um, teams can call and or there's a waiver process and they have to try to work a trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's going to do that. That's why. He hasn't heard from anyone, but, and obviously no one can talk to him on the side and be like, Hey, uh, 
do you want to sign with us? Like just right. no one's going to deal with the tampering and all that over or someone to hit 200. So um, he will play for someone. He wants to go. He doesn't want to go home. He wants to play more. He has more in the tank. He knows that. He wants to kind of prove him wrong. Um, yeah, I don't think he was happy with how things are being handled over there. But Neither was Albert Pujols. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a very similar There's a reason for that. Yeah. The largest contracts handed out by the Angels since 2010. Trout, it's working out all right for him, although he has dealt with injuries recently. Anthony Rendon, Albert Pujols, Josh Hamilton, Justin Upton, Jared Weaver, and then C.J. Wilson. You can pick and choose which of those have panned out and which have not. The last headline before we get to our predictions, because I know everybody wants us to get to the main juice, uh, Oakland A's fire sale continues out in the east bay sean monaya what's their payroll 33 it was updated to closer to 40 oh Uh, it's going to it's going to be altered as the opening day roster is tinkered with because some of those guys that were making two hundred thousand dollars in triple a three hundred thousand dollars i forget what the minimum is now but they're actually going to be making league minimum gotcha 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 so it was originally when they traded sean monaya it was thirty million dollars, thirty-two million dollars. That was their Which, payroll. The, it, the team Eric payroll was making like thirty-six, right? Correct. Like Max Scherzer makes forty plus. That's yeah, greater player. than the entire team payroll. Again, it's going to get tinkered with as opening day rosters are revealed. But as of that trade, when that deal was done, Sean and I, who was the highest paid Oakland A, sent off to San Diego. Now it's uh, outfielder Stephen Piscotty's Piscotti, seven yeah. million, seven point eight. $32 million entire payroll. Again, it's going to change, but Oakland is getting rid of disgusting for Oakland fans. Canna, Marte, Chapman, Olsen, Josh Harrison, Chris Bassett, Sergio Roma, like uh, Jake Diekman. The list goes on and on, man. They have gotten Bob rid of Melvin. Entire, Bob Melvin. All that's left is the soda machine that they refuse to trade away. And probably that bloodstained carpet in the clubhouse. It is on the trading block is what I hear, though. <laughs> nice. Let's get to division winner predictions, Brooksy. Oh At the I end, we'll, you, we'll, I am raw dogging this. This was so difficult for me because, as we know, we're going to have an expanded postseason, right. which means 12 teams are getting in. You will have three division winners on each side, National League, American League, and you will have three wild card winners from each side. The tough part is... American League East is very, very tough this year. Dude, it's it's the National The National League West is very, very tough this year. Even the NL East. That's right. There's so like let's, I feel like I feel like the divisions are either super tight with three teams and they're beat the crap out of each other, or there's a clear winner. In my mind. For my for mine. We'll get to the NL Central. I think the Brewers might win 105, 110 games because that division is so bad. But first, American League East, which is your division of expertise because you are a Nesson. See, I use Nesson, not NESN this time. Nice, learning. you're learning. Um, Let me guess. You have the Red Sox winning the division because you're a Red Sox homer, and that's what you do. I do not. Texas Pitmaster. I don't. Uh... Wait, what is it? Texas Pitmaster. Make you, you guess sure what it is. I'll make you guess what the first letter is. Definitely Pitmaster. We're talking about a shirt, by the way, for people listening on audio platforms. Yeah. Texarkana. Um, I do not have the Boston Red Sox winning the division as bad as I wish I could say that. Um, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. I think this wow. team is okay. absolutely loaded with talent. Young, exciting. Yeah, this is the best division in baseball, but we saw how lethal, lethal their lineup was last year, headed by Vladdy, Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez. Well, now they're going to get a full full season from George Springer, hopefully. Matt Chapman's there, which he's not. I mean, he's going to hit you some homers. He's there more. He's he's a, more of a defensive guy, but he's he's still going to have some big at bats for them. Um, this they're just loaded, man. Like one through nine, they can hurt you. Their one issue last year. Obviously, they had a Cy Young winner and, and Robbie Ray. They lost him to free agency to Seattle. So I'm thinking, wow, that's that's a tough loss. And then they bring in Gosman, right? They fill that void with Gosman. Uh, Barrios, Ryu, 
Manoa, who I think is going to end up being a stud. And then their fifth guy in the rotation, Kikuchi from Seattle. Like that's a pretty good. That's an all-star real, last year. That's sneaky top three rotation in baseball. Yeah. But, right? It's very good. Gosman, all-star, Ryu, all-star, Kikuchi, their all-star. bullpen's loaded with guys that aren't household, household names, but they all throw 97 to 100. I that was their they, that was their issue last year was bullpen. It is, but they also had some guys emerge last year as guys, Merriweather, Nate Pearson. Like they had guys step up that are going to be really good. I think Nate Pearson is actually going to be more of a swing guy, middle, you know, 6-7 inning guy instead of a starter. I thought he was better out there. His numbers were better out there. Um I have the division after that. Obviously, Orioles are going to be god awful. Ah, oh, come on. They're, they'll be okay, but they're just not – they're not – they have some guys to win some games. They can sneak up on you and beat you. That That's just how baseball is. But the Red Sox, Yankees, and Rays are just going to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> it's going to be tough, dude. Um, I do have – we'll get to wild card picks after this. I don't want to get too deep into that. Who do you have in the AL East? Hold on. I want to, I want to preempt – well, maybe even conclude that conversation with – who I guess you, you can who, just say, like, do you agree? <laughs> it's the Blue Jays. Oh, I, dis- I disagree, but I have, I have trivia questions. I like making you look like an absolute joke on this show. That's this funny. is my only chance to make fun of you. I can just who, get rid of the show if I want. <laughs> who would you guess is the longest tenured player on the Toronto Blue Jays? Longest? Let me think. The reason I ask is because I just wrote an article on CBS. Okay, okay. And I could not believe my eyes when I saw who the longest tenured player is. it a position player or a pitcher? Pitcher. Okay, I was thinking pitcher. Giving you hints because I could give you, I could tell you he's a relief pitcher and you're still not going to guess it. Romano. Nope. Merriweather. Nope. Who is it? Tim Mesa. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Tim Mesa made his Blue Jays debut August 15th, 2017. A lot of people thought it was Teoscar Hernandez, but he was with Houston when Mesa got his first call up to Toronto. Okay, cool. That's a really good trivia question. I Fun. had no idea. Fun fact. That one blew my mind. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays over under a set at 92 and a half wins. Oh. Going in, this is according to VegasInsider.com. I don't, know. I don't uh, know. Those odds are provided by DraftKings. Last season, they won 91. And not to mention, they won 91 games, considering they played half their games down in Florida at their spring training facility. And then the other half, well, I should say a third, another third up in their AAA stadium in Buffalo. And in the okay. last month of the season, two months, they finally got to play some home games in Rogers Center. And this is a key point, too, to your point to help your argument. There's a COVID vaccine ma- mandate in Toronto. So every road player that is not vaccinated cannot play and i'm not talking politics here i'm not talking about whether you should or shouldn't get vaccinated that's a real that's a home field advantage and that entire team is vaccinated well like chris sale supposedly isn't vaccinated for the Sox. like if they go out there later in the season when he's healthy they might have to have a bullpen day or someone throwing short rest that's an advantage for the blue jays it really is this is really going to piss you off my american league east winner i have the new york yankees what the what you did that just to piss me off. I did. I did. But in all honesty, I think. You really think they're going to win the division? I think Luis Severino coming back is huge because I had major question marks with their rotation last year. And not to mention, they were one of the best teams in baseball post-trade deadline last year when they were able to acquire Anthony Rizzo, Joey Gallo. Okay, what is this team known for? Right-handed power who strikes out a lot. Now you have left-handed power that strikes out a lot. I get that. Rizzo, Rizzo doesn't strike out a ton. Gallo strikes out a lot. Aaron Hicks should be expected to be healthy. He's going to give him another power bat in the outfield. And then you bring over my, I think Aaron Hicks is my like wild card for them. Your X factor. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for or the phrase, but I think bringing over Josh Donaldson is another right-handed bat that provides power. And then bringing over a guy like Isaiah Kenner-Falefa who can play all around the diamond, similar to DJ LeMahieu, maybe not the same level as DJ, but a good player that you can put not only all around the diamond, but out in the outfield as well. They have good players, and a lot of people are questioning their pitching, but their pitching was great last year. Yeah, it really was. I mean, Jordan it Montgomery was, sneaky, was like top. They were top five in most pitching categories. Jordan Montgomery is very slept on by people like myself, a guy yeah. that doesn't throw all that hard. It's from the left side. It's pretty hard for a lefty. 
for sure. But 24, yeah. But he came off Tommy John last year, and I was really sleeping on him personally. But he had a really strong season. Now you bring back Sevity, go along with Montgomery, Garrett Cole, Jamison Tyone. What's the caveat with the New York Yankees? Their lineup. Besides injuries. Injuries. But, okay, that brings me to my main central point of the argument. So Aaron Judge is expected to become a free agent after this year without an extension, if, if there's not an extension, correct? Correct. When do players, such as Carlos Correa, Pretty seem deep. to have their best, most valuable seasons? Yeah. The year before their con- the contract season. He's due. He's due. Just, I mean, no, I hear you. I think, I think they're going to be good. I just didn't think they're going to win the division. I think, it, to your point, it's going to be an absolute crapshoot. You could flip it's a coin, raise Red Sox, Yankees. Blue Jays. We'll get into wild cards, but I think they're just going to beat up on each other. Let's move over to the American League Central. What, what so, was it for? Let so me. The Blue Jays was ninety-two. I think is a really yeah. good number because what did I say earlier? I said I think they can win the division with ninety-two wins. Mm-hmm. That's exact. I didn't know the over/under. Um. Whew, that's like the number I had in my head. Ninety-two. Is it? Mm. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go ninety-three. Ninety-three. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. That well, division is going to be really Yankees tough. Yankees was 91, right? The New York Yankees over under is 91 and a half. Over under. So, what are you going? I'll go over because I need them to win the division. Hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, they can't no. go much because you have the Blue Jays at 93. I think under. And then you're over under for the. Uh, excuse me, Boston Red Sox, which is listed at 85 and a half. Last year they were listed, if I'm not mistaken, at 81 and a half, and they clearly surpassed that over under. Yeah, I got them over. If I'm if I look, I'm not not focused. I'm trying to fix my camera setting. This not working. Whoa, Whoa holy zoom in! You want to see a zoom in of Mid- Will Middlebrooks's facial uh, composition? Check us out on YouTube because we're there. All right, there we go. You want to show people uh, up your nostrils too while you're at it? Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. Let's move All over right. to the American League Central. White Sox, 91 and a half over under. The Guardians, 76 and a half. Tigers, 77 and a half. Royals, 74 and a half. Did I miss anyone? Twins, 81 and a half. Who's your division winner? Chicago White Sox. I really don't see anybody. I don't see anybody, even the New Look Twins. I don't think they're great. I think they're okay. I Rotation. think the Twins can win like I think the Twins can win like 80 games. I do. Um, I'm going White Sox. I think they win win it by like 10 games. Honestly. I think it's a really down division this year. I know that Detroit was making strides last year. I think, I think Detroit can, is like they could Detroit could people. be in second place. But how much are we gonna put on the shoulders of guys like Spencer Torkelson or Potentially when Riley Green returns from his injury. It's a lot to ask of some young dudes. You know who I think is going to be a stud for the Tigers? And we'll go back to the White Sox. Tarek Skubal. Yeah, he's a stud. Nasty changeup. One of the best changeups in the league. I watched him facing – his slider was good, too. I watched him facing the Phillies uh, his last start. He pitched today, so it would have been five days ago. And I text Reese Hoskins after and was like, dude, was he as nasty as he looks on TV? He just replied, he's really good. (laughs) Anyways, White Sox, three-headed monster, Giolito. Lynn's hurt right now. How serious is that? Do you know? It's expected to miss up to two months from what I understand. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. All right. Well, that that changes things. So, okay. I think Cease kind of breaks out this year, though. Everybody's expecting down. big things out of Dylan Cease this he's, year. He's big always been a strikeout guy, but his command just – he's one of those guys that manipulates the baseball so well. He moves. He reminds me of like a Clay Buckholz, who he's almost too nasty for his own good. He has to like try to throw the ball middle to get it close to a strike because everything is moving every which way and it's hard. Uh, if he can hone that in, dude, he is giving hitters nightmares. Uh, and then the bullpen. I mean the bullpen. Even with Crochet getting TJ. Um, and they sucks. got rid of Craig Kimbrell. He went over to Los Angeles in a trade for AJ. Yeah, Paul. but in twenty nine appearances last year, he had a five ERA. He got lit up his first game with the Dodgers too. Um, you know why? Here's the thing with Kimbrell. We're getting so off the tracks, but whatever. It's what we it's our show. We can do the hell we want. Um 
Kimbrell needs to be the closer. That's what he is mentally. He wasn't the closer with the White Sox. He, he will be. Point... No, 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 no. I said he wasn't with the White Sox. Oh, right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. So he 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 had, well, I think forty appearances, forty appearances or so with the Cubs, and had a point four nine ERA, zero point four nine ERA, as a closer. That's his thing. That's his head. He needs it. Those three outs in the ninth. That's how he works. He went across town. Same air. Same food, same everything, different uniform. Eighth inning guy, five ERA. Mm-hmm. He has to be. He'll be the closer for for the Dodgers, and he'll be just fine. He's not going to be at this point in his career. I don't. He's not going to be the same guy. I don't think. I think we see him good, not great, mm-hmm. but enough for what the Dodgers need. But my point being is, he has to be a closer. If he's a setup guy, he's not going to be the same guy. It's mental. 91 and a half over under for the White Sox. I'm still going to go over because that lineup is unbelievable. I share the same sentiments with you at the White Sox. Adding a 95 one team. Adding Pollock to that outfield. You got Luis Robert, who's not to, uh, I want to tease our next episode a little bit here, who could be an MVP candidate in the American League this year. It's a teaser for you. You've got to be a god if you're going to dethrone Shohei, to be honest. You're right. We'll get there. Let's head over to the American League West because we both had the White Sox. You picked the Blue Jays in the East. I had the Yankees. Out in the West, I'm going to surprise you here, and I want to give you a little bit of a breath here, allow you to catch your breath. I know what you're going to do here. You don't, though. I do, bro. You're so predictable. Go ahead. What do you think I'm going to say? Are you serious? You're going to pick the Mariners to win. No, the no. Okay, thank, thank God. No, come on. Thank I'm not God. jumping on that bandwagon that much yet, but I you am last year, but I am going to go out on a limb and say that the angels are going to win the American league West this year. No, why are, why do I think the angels are going to win the American league West? Well, because they have their the fans team. are mean and you don't want to answer to them on Twitter. Oh no, absolutely side. not. The, 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 their fans are the most toxic fan base on twitter that's why you're saying this you're trying to get not at all not at all but they're over under for the los angeles angels 83 and a half right they far surpassed that why because i think the division is really down this year other than the mariners and the astros are going to be competitive too but the astros they've lost carlos correa and george springer in back-to-back years and i know that they made the world series last year i get it but those are two major holes to fill right there i know you got justin verlander coming back their starting rotation exceeded expectations from the jump last year. And I think that's way too much to put on guys like Jake Odorizzi, Luis Garcia, uh, Framber. Framber. I, that's a lot. And Justin Verlander's coming off injury. He's 39 years old. Colors. Nicole is just injured right now. So right. I don't think the Astros are going to run away with that division anymore. The Oakland A's are atrocious. We talked about their fire sale. Dead. Like the Mariners make a major leap forward. But there's an opening there in the American League West. And I think the Angels take that opening. And I think they run with it as long as they can stay healthy. You look yeah. at that lineup, Trout, Shohei, Rendon. You add in Brandon Marsh into the mix now. You add in Joe Adele into the mix now. Jared Walsh, David Fletcher. That lineup is disgusting. And then you bring in some pitching. Finally, thank the heavens with Syndergaard. You bring in a bullpen, too. You sign your closer back. You bring in guys like Archie Bradley. You bring in guys like Aaron Loop. I'm ranting now, but I think the Angels truly do have a shot in the American League West. They're my winner, the American League West. Fart noise. Wow. Real professional, Will Middlebrooks. Uh, they will be better. They will They will be. Um, I think this will. I think the division, yeah, the, the A's obviously stink. Uh, the Rangers will be better than they were last year. True. I failed to mention the Rangers. It's true. Um, they made, I mean, they made some moves. They still just don't have really the pitching, you know? Uh, I think it's going to be pretty competitive between the Mariners, the Angels, Astros. And I think Texas is actually, depending on who's on the mound that day, can be competitive as well. Cause I think they'll be able to score their run differential. It's insane in spring training. It was like plus 37 in mm-hmm. 15 games, which is nuts. Um, they were really good. Uh, it's spring training. I get it. But I, I just still think 
I still think the Astros want it. I still think that that veteran leadership that they still have there, um, Jordan Alvarez gonna probably go off. We mm-hmm. can, he he slips like everyone's mind. He's so good. Bregman's still there. El Tuve is gonna probably bounce back. Um, I don't know. Cal Tucker, like we've another guy, Cal Tucker. We don't talk about enough. Who is yeah. really good, and then getting JV back. Oh, and the starting rotation, he'll probably be. Did they name him opening day? He's not starting opening day. They're going to go with Framber opening day, just because of lining up on timing wise. I got mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, I just, they're I don't think over, they run away with it. I think it's competitive. Their over under is com- ninety one and a half. Sorry to cut you off there. Not ninety one and a half. I think they go yeah. just. I think they go just over. So you're picking the Astros to win the division? Yeah, and I got them at like ninety two, ninety three wins, ninety three. I like that number. Let's stay out West, but let's kick it over to the National League. Who do you got winning the National League West in 2022? Yeah, I got the Dodgers. I do. I just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Bold predictions. Once again, super competitive. I think the Padres stick around a lot longer than they did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, Tatis is going to come back, give them a jump start if they need it. Clevenger at some point. They, I mean, dude, they have like eight starting pitchers right now. Yeah. What are they going to do with Chris Paddock and Nelson Lamette? Are they just yeah, going to keep thing? waiting for something to happen for Dom Smith, and it's just not happening. It's they not clearly, gonna get, no. It's not going to happen, right? Luke Voigt's um, a really good pickup, too, by the way. They're loaded. Um, they could have a Cy Young and an MVP this year. I'll just say that. Who? Darvish? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm talking about the Dodgers. I oh, the Dodgers. Up. Sorry, it's, I was still. Sorry, on. I, I in my head I, I changed gears, but I didn't really bridge that. Yeah, I'm just thinking oh, they, they lost Scherzer, which hurts. Um, but I do think we see Trevor Bauer playing again this year. They'll pick somebody up at the deadline, too. Well, yeah, it might it's be Bauer. Uh, but let's not forget about, like, Julio Arias. He had 20 wins last year. Yeah, He's a guy that could get a, be in the Cy Young mix, too. Yeah. We don't talk about him enough because of Bueller mm-hmm. and Scherzer and all those guys that have been there. But he's been so consistent. Kershaw, I still think, has more in the tank. I think he's going to be good. Not going to be great. Not going to be uh, the legendary Kershaw that we saw for the last 10 years, but he's going to be good. He's mm-hmm. probably going to be their number three right now. Um, do they get Dustin May back by the playoffs? That's a possibility because he's at 10 months right now. Normally around 15 months, guys are back. Mm-hmm. So that would five months from now puts it September. So um, that's a possibility too. And then they lost Kenley which that sucks. They picked up Kimbrell. What are you going to get there? Um, Gratterall will be healthy. Gratterall. They have uh, Trinan. They have, I mean, they have, they have arms. They lost Joe Kelly, but trying, I think being able to take, picking up Kimbrell is huge because Trinan is better. Is it Trinan? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Blake Trinan. Yeah, that's right. I think he's better in the eighth inning setup role, not the closer. I just don't know if he has that mentality. He's really good in the eighth inning. I like him there. They won 106 games last year, but did not win a division because the San Francisco Giants won Isn't that nuts? I forgot about that. <laughs> Over-under is at 97 and a half of the Dodgers. By the way, I, too, have the Dodgers winning the National League West. Much respect to the San Francisco Giants up north, but when you lose Posey, it's a lot of uh, – that's a big void. 97 and a half over-under for the Dodgers. What was Posey's war last year? Can you look that up real quick? You got it. Could you really think it's that big of a difference just because of Posey? His per-game war would have been top 10 in the league, but he only played 100. Is that because games. of his position? Yeah, part of it, defensively, too. He's a 3.5 war last year, according to baseball reference. But he only played 113 games because okay. he's a catcher. Right, I get that. And Joey Bart's the truth, by the way. Joey Bart's going to – if you want anybody filling those shoes, it's going to be Joey Bart. Swing's nasty. What was, he, what was the over-under for the Dodgers? 97 and a half for the San Francisco Giants Jeez. set at 85 and a half. Again, these are according to 85. Games. So they're basically saying last night was just, or last year was just a fluke. Man. I'm going to go under. I think it's like 95. Okay. And you have, I think they win. I think they win the division with 95. I just think we you said this earlier too which is a good point i don't think colorado is going to be terrible i think they're going to play some guys tough especially there at colorado you go to colorado as a visiting team 
it takes a day or two to get used to that uh, that altitude. It's hard to play there the first couple of days. They had the third um, best home record in baseball last year. I know it's Coors Field. I get it, but I, it's hard to yeah, play but there. No, 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 no. That's not because of oh, it's Coors Field. Like both teams have the advantage of the altitude there. Yeah. It's it's the way you feel when you come in there from Florida or somewhere closer to sea level, and then you're playing on Mount Everest. <laughs> and no, it's hard, man. You, your, your body feels like shit. You're sore. You're dehydrated. You can't drink enough water. Uh, you can't sleep because you're just like pounding headaches. Th- that's real. Like mm-hmm. your curveballs don't break as much. So it's for the pitchers. It's hard. You can't, the altitude makes it, the, the balls slick. It's hard mm-hmm. to grip them. Uh, and then the balls just don't break your fastballs that normally run cut. It's weird. So it is an advantage for them. They're playing there. It's a real thing. NL central. I think the Brewers, I, I I mentioned that before. I think the Brewers have a chance to win 105 plus games this year. They're you're over drunk. under. They're drunk. Is that I know it's a nine and a half. I think that's not, the they best. They will not bet. win 100 games. I might put my life savings, if I had any, on the Milwaukee Brewers. On the over. On the over for 89 and a half. I'm not saying World Series. Or I, I like that. I like, I like the over there too. I got 89 make- and a half in the division with the Cardinals that just lost Jack Flaherty. They, I got uh, Dakota Hudson who's coming off injury. Miles Michaelis was injured much of last year. You have Adam Wainwright as your ace. He's 40 years old. I like the Cardinals. They're going to be competitive. But and that's then, probably the second best team in the division. The Cubs are rebuilding. The Pirates, come on, the Pirates. And then the Reds just sold their entire team to everyone. They're basically a farm team for the rest of the league. I wonder what the percentage of games that they're playing against divisional teams in – I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not saying they're the best team in the league. I don't I'm think saying they because, games. because of that division, and I do think the American League is a little bit more competitive this year than, a, than the National League, I think their schedule is going to be very favorable. Favorable. So I think 89 and a half as over-under. I like two. the over. I, I also Sell your winning. car for that bet right there. Like, yeah, sell I, your house. I also have them winning the division. I mean, they're just look at their first three pitchers. Burns, mm-hmm. Woodruff, Peralta. I think the worst ERA out of those guys was like a 2.5 last year. You also have Devin Williams coming back. Devin Williams coming back from fighting a wall and lost. Um, <laughs> a lot Bryce guys, Harper. Not many guys will win that. Um, Josh Hader, still there. They picked up – their offense stunk last year. Yelich is their X factor for me, for sure. He is. And they he, got he puts McCutcheon, them over the edge. Andrew McCutcheon, uh, Hunter Renfro, and the Jackie Bradley trade. I think Hunter Renfro is still going to hit 30 bombs. Um, good outfielder, Yelich. He has to bounce back. If you if you look at the side by side OPS plus between Bellinger and Yelich, I think I sent you this. It's like 2019, they were both like yes. 140, and then the next year they were down to like 100, and then this last year they were like Belly was like 45, and Yelich was like 79. Mm-hmm. They're Something both on like the that. those numbers could be off, but they were both yeah. just like were getting worse and worse and worse. I just hate that, man coming off of MVPs. Belly looks um, completely lost. Sucks, man. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, Yelich hasn't looked good either. I mean. Have you seen the movie Soul? You had to have with your kids, right? No. You haven't seen – watch Soul, I, first of all. they're two and three, dude. They don't – they won't sit through a commercial. Okay, point being, I don't have kids and I've seen Soul because I'm a child at heart. But point being, there's this idea in there where your soul is lost. That's where I feel like Cody Bellinger – is right now it's like, so sad completely. it's sad dude it breaks my heart even as a giants fan i'm like you don't want to wish that on anybody yeah and i think the dodgers let him walk after this year dude i really do i said that a while back and you're like no way bro and now yeah. he had this spring training you're like yeah you're probably right <sighs> give it a little bit more time let's finish it up with divisions then we got wild card predictions in our world series predictions we're getting there folks nl east who do you got atlanta braves Defending world champs. They are the favorite. This is a division also. The top three, I think, is going to be a dogfight. And it will not be the Mets chasing the Braves. I think it's going to be the Phillies. I think the Phillies are going to be really good. Mm -hmm. And I I think the Mets are going to be good too. Um, But the fight for a wild card spot is going to be tough here. Um, But I think the Braves win the division. Um, Coming off the World Series last year, Ronald Acuna, ever heard of him? He's coming back from his ACL. Marcelo Zuna back from his off-the-field issues. Austin Riley made massive strides last year. MVP candidate um, last year. Yeah, MVP candidate. 
Matt Olson will be a very big addition after losing Freddie Freeman. Um, the rotation is going to be better too. Mike Sharoka back after missing most of two years with the Achilles and then re-tear the Achilles. Um, let's see. Max Freed, Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton, bullpen. We got those three hit, that three hit a monster and uh, Will Smith, Tyler Matzik, and AJ Minter. And then they added Kenley Jansen. Mm-hmm. So their bullpen's actually pretty nasty. All right, so Atlanta is set up to be really, really good. It's so hard to win back-to-back, though. But they do. we'll start here. They win the division. 91.5 for the Braves, you're over or under on win totals? I'm an over guy. I like the over here for the winners. Uh, it's going to be a tough division, but I, I like them at, like, 93. I like 93 for, like, three different teams. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um the amount of talent this team possesses. I think Olsen's an upgrade, actually. Uh, excuse me, defensively. Maybe a little bit of a, of a dip uh, offensively when compared to Freddie Freeman, at least at this point yeah. in his career. His contact numbers aren't the same. But you add Ronald Acuna back to the fold, team's going to be nasty. All right, how about wild cards, Brooksy? So your division winners in the American League will start there. You had the Blue Jays, the White Sox, and the Astros. Who were your three yeah, so wild cards? My wild card, man, this is where it gets really tough for me. I am going to go, I think three teams from the AL East make the playoffs. Blue Jays. I have Boston in second. And I have Ryan Wesner. I love you. And I'm sorry. Tampa Bay is not going to the playoffs this year. I got Boston and New York from the AL East and then the third wild card from the from the American League Seattle Mariners. Yeah, there it is. The Moosen. Puget Sound Moosen. It was between them and the Angels and I'm going to go Mariners. I have the Rays. Shout out Ryan Wesner. The Blue Jays and the Mariners. The so drought the Astros, is ending this year, bro. So you don't think the Astros are going to make the playoffs? No. I don't. What? Ooh, you sound like Tim Allen and Home Improvement. What? Reggie? That was pretty good. Dude, that's – both of our predictions would be, like, pretty weird if they happened. Um, but you don't have the Rays making it. I don't have the Astros so and you're like – tough for me. But I – and I told you this. I do this. I know I've done it three years in a row. I'm, I'm looking at the Rays and looking up and down. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's no – there's no way. There's no way they can keep pulling this rabbit out of their hat. And yeah, I think this is the year. It. I think, hear me out. I think this is the year it doesn't happen because the rest of the division outside of Baltimore got better. I think teams are bridging the gap in um, the massive advantage they had analytically. Mm-hmm. Teams are figuring it out. Who worked there and now worked for the Boston Red Sox? I am bloom. All right. So teams are going to start bridging that analytical gap all across the league, not just in the AL East. Um, and other teams are spending money and adding talent. And I just feel like this is the year that the Rays don't have the magic. Sorry. Nationally. Or as my, uh, as my blue Jays would say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Nationally. You had the Braves in the NL East. Out of the Central, you had the Brewers. And out of the West, you had the Dodgers. I had those three same teams. But I have a feeling our wildcard teams are different. What say you? I uh, I say another division with three playoff teams. Man. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go San Diego. And the Phillies. So you don't you don't have the Mets, the Mets that picked up Chris Bassett, Mark Canna, Starling Marte, Max Scherzer. It's going to be very, very close, but there is just something in the water in Queens. <laughs> Dude, it would be all time Mets metting if they don't make the playoffs this year. Dude, man. And if they're, I mean, if it's close and they're they're trailing by a couple games, I cannot wait to see what Steve Cohen does at the trade deadline. Because he's going to do everything it takes, and I love that the game needs that. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's just itching. It's like he almost hopes that they're a little behind so he can just, like, flex his, his owner muscle. You know what I mean? Be like, watch this, boys. We're going that boy picks it. up the tab at every dinner. Yeah, I almost – I have picked the Mets three years in a row because three years in a row I'm like, man, they look good. I want the Mets to do well. I do. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's why another reason I'm like, I'm not going to pick them because maybe it's me. Maybe I'm jinxing them. I'm going to go Philly. I, they have the biggest playoff drought in, is it the National League? National League. National League. Mariners I know, at I, 21 years is leading the, leading that, the charge. Right, 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 right. What's, what's Philly? 11. 11. Okay, I was going to say 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 11. Yeah. So they break it. I got them breaking it and pull, holding down that last spot. Yeah, mine's not too much different from you. I got the Giants, Mets instead of the Phillies, and I do have the Padres sneaking in. I think the Padres win total is going to take a little bit of a hit just because Tatis is injured. I mean, that's the centerpiece of your team right there. It's a lot to put on Manny Machado. I think they need another bat in that line. I worry about the Padres' depth, not pitching-wise, but the addition of Sean Mania, They have so many different options starting rotation-wise. They do, but you know what they Line-up-wise. have that most people don't? Bob Melvin. They do, but everyone, dude, I'm telling everyone's you, everyone's doing this, man. Bob, Mel- bro, Bob Melvin doesn't play. He doesn't play, but dog shit managers make a difference. I play. I'm not saying he's not going to make a difference. Is he going to make a five win difference? Maybe. Is he going to make a 10 win difference? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, it's basically an American league ball game now. Like you don't have to worry about like strategically planning double switching you have a dh now so you know me like nobody likes san diego more than me i don't think i haven't come across someone that is more fondly of that lineup at least right last year i had him in the world series that didn't happen i like san diego i just question their depth let's move on we're already running long what i got i got i got what uh what depth do you question Jerks and Profar in left field. Hassan Kim is playing shortstop right now. I with thought Tatis you were talking injured. about their pitching. I was like, they no, literally not like pitching. 14 starting pitchers. Pitching-wise, I love their pitching. But bullpen-wise, it's kind of eh. – maybe Paddock can become a really good bullpen. I was going to say, they have guys they can put out there. To Emilio Pagan really struggled last year in the bullpen. Yeah. Really struggled. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh, you know what I'm thinking? Sorry, you made me think about it. And this is a good point. And then we'll g- keep going. Teams that have an overabundance of starting pitchers and are able to use them in the bullpen the first month or two in the season, it's going to be such an advantage, man, because Mm -hmm. short spring training means the most important people on these teams are the guys who can get six outs in the middle of the game Mm -hmm. because a starter can only go four or five innings because short spring, they're not there on their pitch count yet, this and that. They got to bridge the gap to the back end of their bullpen. If you can't do that and you're just putting in – mop-up guys in those spots where you need six outs, that's where you're going to lose games. So these teams like San Diego who are able to have guys with length in the bullpen like that with options are going to be successful. You made me so happy there because I was a bridge guy in college. You just basically complimented me and you didn't even know. I was wondering why your cheeks were turning so red. That's cool. So so thank you. Let's move on to our World Series predictions. The big one that everybody's been waiting for. Who is Will Middlebrook's 2022 world series prediction who do you have in it and who do you have winning um this is pretty chalk uh but the dodgers from the national league and then let's get the blue jays in the world series not your socks you're gonna get fired from nesson within your nah that's okay i'm realistic uh the the socks lineup is unbelievable they're better than they were last year and they were top three offense last year but there's some question marks on the pitching staff with chris Mm -hmm. sale hurt I, I can't Blue Jays I want to fun. I hope I'm wrong I love the Sox and I don't just say that because I worked for them I loved them before I worked for them but the Blue Jays are the real deal and I, I really would love to see that for that city for a young club to see a team of young guys win this early in their careers will just send some of these guys into orbit mm-hmm. like some of these guys are going to overperform the rest of their career just because of the confidence they would gain from, from this year if they were able to get to the World Series. I have the Dodgers winning the World Series. Yeah, Pitching-wise, probably a little. You give them the edge. Yeah. White Sox. And, and, and sorry, and the flexibility at the trade deadline with the money they have, the, the prospects they have to make moves at the deadline if they need to. Toronto's not afraid to spend either, though. I mean, that, they've shown no, that not. over the last couple of years for sure. No, you're right. Who do you got? White Sox, Brewers. Does does it change? Will does the Lance Lynn thing change your mind? No, Lance Lynn's gonna I mean, come he'll back. Be there. And, he'll and be there by then. The, the weak division, like they'll get through. Yeah, you're right. He'll be there. I think Lewis Robert is gonna be uh, just. I said that kind of funny, didn't I? Luis 
Robert is going to be in American League. Ro- Luis Robert. Ro- well, they asked him, how do you pronounce your name? And he says, it's Ro- Robert. So it's kind of like Robert. I just don't roll my R's. Cool, cool accent, yeah. Luis Robert's going to be an American League uh, MVP candidate. That rotation, Giolito's going to bounce back. Lance Lynn, when he comes back from injury, Michael Kopech. Oh, boy, he's going to be the start. He's starting. He's going to be their game. Well, now that Lynn's out, he's probably going to be their third starter. So they're going to go with Giolito, Seas, then Kopech. That that was announced today. Okay. That's going to be their first first weekend start. So their starting rotation is really good with the addition of Kendall Graveman for the bullpen. Got guys like Aaron Bummer, Liam Hendricks. That bullpen is going to be very, very strong. Yeah. Lineup's going to be nasty with Eli Jimenez coming back off of injury. Tim Anderson, shortstop. You got depth with guys like Gavin Sheets, Andrew Vaughn, Desmond Grandal is going to be able to get on base. Jose Abreu's an RBI production machine. Yohan Moncada, whoo, getting fired up just talking about it. White Sox are my winner against the Milwaukee Brewers because I think the Brewers pitching is just going to lead. I think they're going to run through their division. I think the Central's I think awful. Offense, I know. I know when you get to the postseason, it's pitching, pitching, pitching. I they're going to get a high seed in the playoffs, and they're pitching with Freddie Peralta. I mean, I with that pitching, I I can see it. I just Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. I just like you gotta have some offense, and I just I don't see their offense really picking them up in games that they don't pitch well. Those guys, you can't rely on them to go seven innings, one run baseball every night. Like it's not realistic. Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting to see. The analytical teams are typically the best regular season teams, at least in recent history. Correct. Is an analytical team such as Tampa Bay? Oakland's not going to be. They're not going to be involved this year. But teams like Oakland, can a team that relies so much on analytics finally hoist the trophy? I haven't seen it. The Dodgers have a mixture of analytics yeah, and money. The Braves. Oh, it's 2022. Everybody is heavy on analytics now. I just mean a team that depends. 75% of their resources are, resources are put into analytics. I don't think we've seen a How team. How is this tracked? How is this tr- like? I, I mean, feel like every team is pretty close now. Agree, but there are certain teams that rely on it more than others. This is where I'm okay. going with it. All right. It'll be interesting to see. While we're on predictions, as we close up shop here, national championship game, men's March Madness. Who do you got? I'm gonna go with the eight seed. Let's go UNC. North Carolina. You're going North Carolina over Kansas, huh? Oh, it's. Oh, it must have. Okay, it's 9:30 p.m. here, so it must have. It just starts. That's a good while. That must mean we gotta jump set. Yep, gotta go. Bye.